Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. It's every Thursday, the podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Today's show is pre-recorded.
I sure will. A good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey, man. Got a radio show. How good is God, huh? Think about it. Just take a slight inventory of your own life and say it to yourself when you get through. How good is God, huh? Think of all the small things. All Because that's him. You breathing, that's him. You still here, that's him. You got another chance, that's him. You ain't out of here. That's him. You got any measure of health? That's him. You think it's more to it than it really is, than it already showed up to be? That's him. All of that. You got any dreams or aspirations? You dream of other things? That's him. All that. That's him. That's him. Them clothes you got? That's him. Every time you eat, that's why they had this thing called You Say Your Grace. That's him. See, that's him, man. That's him. It's amazing when you take a small inventory how you find out how big God really is in your life. Now, the more you turn yourself over to him, the bigger he can be for you. See, he'll only be as big as you let him. It's one thing about God. Now, he's a gentleman. He can make you do anything. You know, you get too big for him. You know, you, 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 you lose your humbleness. He can humble you now. God created man with the power of choice. We're the only creature he created that he gave us the total power of choice. When we mate, who we mate with, you know, everything, all of it, man. It's a choice. What we want to be, how much we want to make, where we want to live, what climate we want to live in. We can live in cold climates, hot climates. You know, we speak different languages. You can go learn another language. A bear can't do nothing but be a bear. He can't go learn how to be a fox. He can't go learn how to be an otter. He just can't. An ostrich is an ostrich, man. He can't come out here and fight like a lion. A lion is a lion. A lion eat meat. He can't eat vegetables. I don't care how much meat ain't around. He'll lay down and pull up out of here and die because he can't eat grass. He's just a lion, man. You, you understand this? That God gave us. We are the one creature he created that has total power of choice. You can make every decision in your life. What kind of watch you like? That's the one you can buy? You want to live in Switzerland? Go ahead. You don't like Switzerland? You can move to Miami. You want to live your life of crime? Go ahead. That's you. He gave you the power of choice. You want to do right? Come on. So now, look at this thing. We are all the results of a a series of decisions that we have made. If we could just identify that the problem is us, we could begin the solution. See, that's the problem, y'all. It's us. It's what we do. I threw my life down the hill. I can't tell you how many years based on some decisions that I was making. Now, I can justify my decision where I wasn't happy and I was doing this and I was in misery and y'all on there. Yeah, 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 Steve, when you get through, you made the decisions, though. And you can look at this any way you want to, y'all, but at the end of the day, I'm just talking to people that's really, really wanting to improve their position in life. 
And how do you do that? You got to have a solution. How do you come up with a solution? You got to identify the problem to even begin to solve it. But if the problem ain't ever you, how you going to solve something that ain't you? See, okay, let me look at it this way. If somebody say, like, I got a child of mine, man. I just do right here, man. I, I don't even want to get into it this morning. Boy, I'm struggling with this this boy. I, but, man, you, you go to people, you ask them why they do something. I just did. I just wasn't taking care of business. Why? I just didn't take care of business. Boy, do you understand that your life is going to be filled with you got to take care of business? So when you going to start? You know, man, you can't, you can't. You, you can't go through life blaming everybody. It's got to be you. See, you can fix you. You can't fix nobody else. If you keep getting married and the marriages don't work, hello, 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 could it be you? So I finally had to sit down and just make that decision. Ain't no need of me coming on the radio talking about nobody else and what they did to me and y'all just don't know. No, 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 man. What about the part you played in? Because, see, if you got a good marriage, you got a part to play in that. If you got a bad one, you got a part to play in that. Even if it just get down to you the one picked them. How about that, mister? Mister, I made a decision. The problem is usually within yourself. Do you know that's the quickest and easy way to fix your life? That way you ain't got to check with nobody. Here's the beauty of going on and admitting that it's you. You don't have to check or clear it with nobody to start the repair process. You don't need anybody's permission. You ain't got to put it before the review board to see if it'll pass. It ain't got to go through Congress. You ain't got to hope that your uh, local politician get their hands on it and make a phone call for you. You ain't got to ask any counselors to come in and sit with you. You don't have to check in the rehab. All you got to do is decide. The problem is me. I'm going to start changing me. Identify the problem and start with the part that you can own up to. Once you identify the problem, you can start planning on how to fix this or how to get to accomplishing something. But remember this, planning is important. If you fail to plan, then please plan to fail. If you don't know how to make a plan, let's just start with the basics. Just make a list of what you want. Make this list and then go to God in prayer with an open mind. And open your mind up to all the clean opportunities that are available. Here's why a lot of people won't succeed. Because certain opportunities come along, you don't want to do them. That kills me, man, when I hear people, I ain't doing that. I know young comedians that come to me all the time talking about, man, what you want? I say, man, just take every gig you can. No matter what it pay, well, listen to me, son. You can go make that money that it pay, or you can make the decision to sit at home and make no money. It's comedy hard business. They ain't paying but $100. You got to drive 50 miles. But if you drive 50 miles and you make the 100, and you stand on that stage for 30 minutes, you are now 30 minutes better than you was the last time you went on stage. Oh, man, I, yeah, man, they don't pay me. I ain't coming. You ain't finna be a comedian, man. Not, 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 not like this here. 
A lot of people just don't want to do what's necessary to do. So when the opportunity presents itself and you open up your mind to it, man, then get ready to go on and do it, man. Identify your problem today. Start with the part that's you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective, from Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama, to reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through... It's true magic, because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. 
with the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, let me have your undivided attention. It's Monday morning. It's the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Committed to voting, committed to changing things, committed to social justice, committed to ensuring that this country doesn't go down the tube at the rate it's going down now. Steve Harvey Morning Show, with just 40-some days left, is committed to turning out the vote. Nothing is more important than us getting out and vote and showing them all that black lives matter because you have to count us at the polls from now on. That's the message I want to go across today. And I got a crew that's going to make it happen. Shirley Strawberry. We voting up in here, Steve. That's what we're doing. All Good day. Call it for real. We voting and we voting early. Good morning. Early and strong. Junior. Straight Democrat. <laughs> okay. J. Anthony Brown. If you don't vote, damn it, don't talk to me. Okay. Say it, nephew Tommy. If you don't vote, I'm gonna kick that. Oh, good morning, everybody. <laughs> Not the threats. <laughs> <laughs> good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. We're committed vote, to vote, it. Vote. All. Thank mm-hmm. you all for joining us this morning. Oh man. Forty-three yes, days. 43 days 43 to get days. we got to take care of our business ballots are available through the mail absentee va- bo- voting is allowed uh you know you can do that uh you can you can early vote you can do that but we have got to do it in numbers no shenanigans we're not going to have them trick us when we get our va- ballots, we are going to make sure that we read it carefully. Get over to your mom and them's house, your auntie's house, get everything okay. downloaded that you need, and make sure that some that they not that they're trying to suppress the vote. So listen to me. Sometimes they require a certain color ink, blue or black. You got to watch that. 
You got to make sure that you check all the boxes. You got to make that. You got to make sure that you've signed everywhere you're supposed to sign. Go over this thing five times. If you don't understand, get somebody that does understand. But do not let them miscount your vote. Let's start now making sure that we have our ballot, making sure that we have our polling place, making sure that we are registered, making sure that our address is current so it don't be no okey-doke with our vote because they are trying everything. They are trying everything. They know they're behind in the polls, and they scared that we're going to show up and vote. If we show up, we change the election. Yeah, we do. Amen. Period. That's all this is. We vote. Point blank. Period. He don't think we matter. We going to show him. He ain't said one thing on behalf of Black Lives Matter because he don't care if they matter or not. He does not care. He's proven it time and time again. Absolutely. Yeah. That's right. We got to show him at the polls, Steve. We have to. All right, guys, coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, we're going to change things around a little bit. Uh, get ready for Ask the CLO. Ask the CLO with the CLO coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, it's time now for Steve to help some of our listeners with their love questions. Time for Ask the CLO. And the, cons- huh? Go ahead. The first person that I want to help with love is Junior and Tommy. And I want to help them because I know they love the Texans. <laughs> and I want them to know that it's going to be you okay. You one funky the game. Love. And now you over here acting a dog on food. I won one funky game. I didn't mention the game that I won. Oh, That's what this oh. is about. Because you wouldn't be saying nothing had you lost Thursday night. Yes, he would have. Yes, he would. Oh, what that yes, got to do would. with what? A, what What'd you what? say, Junior? No, your yes. uncle. Yeah, right. I don't know your uncle. Yes, <laughs> he would. Dog, I'm from Cleveland. Yeah, dog. I'm used to not winning a game. That I'm a, anyway, let's go. Chief Love Love. Go ahead. Yeah, you can submit your questions to steveharveyfm.com. Are you ready, Steve? Yes, you Stay are. Ready. Yeah. yeah, this one's from Suki. I love in Montgomery. it. Montgomery. Oh, Suki, Suki now. Yeah. Suki, Suki. says, I'm about to beat my best friend's tail over some money. She lost her job four months ago, and I gave her my whole stimulus check because I had saved money and I have a great job. She got a new job a month ago, and I took her out to celebrate. I haven't talked to her since then, but we've texted back and forth. Then I saw her on social media. I saw that on social media that she and her son went to the beach last weekend, and she posted pictures of the Airbnb that she rented. I texted her that I need to talk to her, but she's ignored me. I'm trying to settle this without fighting. What should I do? Well, whole checks... Whole checks. An entire. Yeah, uh-huh. require some type of fight. <laughs> oh, I don't I don't really see no way around this hill. Mm, now, that's, you know that's wrong, that's foul. You know, uh For girlfriend. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's the the you know, it's it's the rup approach, the R U P approach, that's the roll up on them approach. <laughs> Uh, you could do down there. Me and Tommy's service is always available. That's to ride down there dot com. Yes, sir. That's available. Uh, <laughs> you do know. What? Uh, then it's uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, 
what do we, uh, we we have a new program called Awa uh, A W A. That's uh that's ass whoopings anonymous. <laughs> uh, we have several programs. Awa Awa Awa. Yeah. One more time, what is that? Uh, ass whoopings anonymous. <laughs> where, where we go down and whoop people's ass for you and don't even tell them what it's for. <laughs> just, you, you just out. Yeah, you, you just you don't know what the hell happened. But you'll be completely satisfied. Yeah, and you need some new friends. That's your best friend? Yeah. Uh-uh. My whole stimulus check. Come on, Sookie. Yeah. All right. Uh, an- anonymous is an online listener, Steve. Um... Anonymous says, I ran into an old high school crush at a barbecue, and he was still as fine as heck. We hung out all night, and I got drunk enough to have sex with him in his car. We hung out all night, and I got drunk. Uh, He had a condom, and uh, I thought he put it on, but he didn't. So I asked him to split the cost of a Plan B pill with me. He told me no, and he said he's sure it's not the first Plan B pill I've bought because I gave up the booty real quick. I'm 22, and I've never done anything like this, and I'm so embarrassed. We have a lot of mutual friends, so I hope he doesn't give me a bad reputation. Is there any way I can fix this? No, but you do have to get your Plan B pill, and you need to quit worrying about this idiot right here and your reputation. You did what you did. Let's stop blaming sex Let's stop bring, blaming drunk, drunk on sex. Mm-hmm. When you're drunk, it just allows you to think less clearly and you do what your thoughts tell you to do. You, you, first of all, you need to stop drinking. Yeah. Because <laughs> you obviously don't know how to act when you're drinking. Now, you're 22. Everybody's made these mistakes. You're not the baddest person in the world. Shake it off. Recover. Get up. Take take your pill. Go on about your business. Uh he thinks of you the way he thinks of you because uh, you did what you did rather quickly. And that's how guys do. They're very judgmental. Mm-hmm. And you had sex in the car. Let's Didn't take that. much to get you there. So you've learned a valuable mistake right now. Quit writing in, asking people about it. Stop that and go and fix your life. Get up, go on about your business. He you had a condom and I thought he us. put it on. What Ooh. you mean you thought? That's what How she drunk said. was you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the sex yeah, couldn't have is... been good. <laughs> Y'all remember? Really? But you got to protect yourself. I mean, come on now. Right. Young, yeah, safe sex young, behavior, let alone yes, pregnancy yes. and all that. Right. Yeah. Right. Because, yes. uh, 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 what do they call it? Uh, birth control is not the morning after pill. Right. Birth control extends far beyond that. And you're not protecting yourself from disease, disease. either. At all. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. All right. Uh, Cornell in Fort Myers, Florida, says I'm a 31-year-old black man dating a 27-year-old woman, and her family hates me because of my past. I've been convicted twice for selling drugs when I was in my 20s, but I have totally changed my life and I'm saved. I do personal security work and I'm a trainer at a gym, but her father doesn't cut me any slack. I hate to see my girlfriend stuck in the middle. I tried to talk to her parents, but they just don't get it. I'm starting to think maybe my girlfriend is better off without me. Should I fight for her? Well, is she fighting for you is the question. Uh. Is, that's the question. Is she fighting for you? Sometimes, man, and let me tell you this, just because you want something and you want to be forgiven, God forgives your past, not people. Mm-hmm. Huh. 
So if, true, if, if you've gotten yourself together and you save now, then go on and be saved. This may not be the one for you. Uh, sometimes when you make mistakes, you, you can't correct it all and get it all back the way you want it. You want a relationship, you want to be looked at as this new person, but you got two drug convictions, of course her parents is going to be leery. Yes. You yes. know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, you're saying should... Okay. Well, we got to go. I, so I, I, you. If you don't think it's worth the fight, move on. But the question yeah. is, is she fighting for you? Don't right. sound like All right. Thank you, CLO. Coming up next, Church Complaints with Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is here with today's national news, and she'll have the latest on Tropical Storm Beta. Plus, in entertainment news, Bronny James, LeBron James' 15-year-old son, is seen to be smoking on social media. Also, the primetime virtual Emmys were last night, and the 10th anniversary of the iHeartRadio Musical Festival 2020 was star-studded. We'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour, but today is Monday, so you know what that means. Time now for Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam with today's church complaints. We um, gavel every Monday morning to partake of the impetrosities that's been going on at the church of ill repute. We have impetrosities. We deal with the ingoriousness of this church members. How so they are uh, uh, putulate continually. And we are here to uh, get into smart. the eventualities <laughs> of what is the complaints this week. Go ahead. All right, uh, Pastor, people have gotten fed up with it. Everyone wants to start coming back to church as soon as possible. They say you are going too far. Uh, uh, with your sermon. It seems whatever you are watching on TV, that's your sermon. Yesterday it was, uh, if you can remember that, yesterday it was, uh, you preached on the have and have nots uh, yesterday. Now, that, and week before that, week before that, it was blackish. And we, it's just too much. It's too much. It's too much. And everybody ready to come back to so you can preach from the Bible. Well, but, but this, this, what you got your channel on is not, that's not helping. That's not real. Right. And on this that's Monday, that's not biblical. I've already written the service for tonight's Bible study. Is oh. You have not because you ask not. Uh-huh. And this sermon is written for those of my parishioners that live in Houston. <laughs> you don't have a win because you, know, you, you ask now. You don't know how. Uh-huh. And I, I, I watched it did that on television too, just to be sure. Uh, you, could, you uh, other part me of the sermon is you can't always get what you want. Uh, uh, that's a a win. <laughs> uh, come on, yeah, go ahead, Deacon. All right, uh, Pastor, I, I'm a little sk- skeptical about this here. Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion want to perform next Sunday here at the church. <laughs> they want to do WAP. Now, they saying it stands for worship and praise, but I'm scared to let them up there, Pastor. I don't know what you, how you, it's on you how you want to have it. Well, uh, 
I'm I'm going to allow it. Uh, of course you are. Because it's better if they come and lie. And we're going to all sit there and be a part of the... Uh, oh, Lord. Is this now, on Zoom I, or face-to-face? It's on Zoom. I will be live at this Zoom. Now, here's the thing, though. Oh, you'll uh, be live. Right, right. Our, our praise dancers have already, already asked me, could they be in this video? And I said, no. Because the bodies are not qualified for this video. Oh, mm. oh, I, ain't none of our sisters should be in that video. Mm. Okay. Now that's true there. They don't they can't hold a camera. Cause WAP would just be standing for big wet ass people. Cause they sweat a lot when they praise them. Cause the size. Yeah. All right. People's, you said it's right people's, back. you know, they big mm. and they, they, when they praise dance, they sweat hard. All right, let's get down to a peep, uh, passage. The women who are, who breastfeed would like to know. Well, hold like on, I just came up with something. Mm, go ahead. We will allow our praise dancers to join in, but it won't be the WAP video. It'll be the SAP video. SAP, what that, what's that, Sam? SAP, sweaty, sweaty ass people. <laughs> Okay. And you cuss, Pastor. And you cuss. Well, Cardi B and them going to be here. <laughs> oh. So that makes it okay. But, but, the offering, but the offering that Sunday, the change that's going to be on the floor, going to be outstanding. <laughs> go ahead. Dude. The women who breastfeed would like to know if you would like for them to uh, go offline when breastfeeding or can they continue doing service on Zoom? Yeah, uh, breastfeeding is uh, a natural uh, act that women and children have. I'm not going to get into that or uh, uh, being a male chauvinist or anything about it. So whatever they want to do, I've always been uh, pro-choice, and women should make that decision on their own. So I'll stay out of that one. They'll have a covering. They'll, they'll be cut, you know, they'll have a towel or something. Yeah, um, Sister Ferguson needs a beach towel. <laughs> <laughs> it's a anyway. lot. Uh, speaking of covering pads, oh, Sister Thermal, Sister Thurman needs a bed sheet. <laughs> okay, we're moving on. Our ugly members are not wearing their masks during service. Could you please talk to them before we have service again? On the that is the reason we have required masks. <laughs> that is not the reason. No, it is uh, not. Uh, listen to me. You are on Zoom, but we are still practicing as though we are live. And that was the main reason because Brother Brown, Jay Anthony, is too close to his camera. And we have asked the ugly church members to wear your mask. So you ain't just up on him like Brother Brown. Always too close. That's right. That's right. Pastor, the uh, the women that are over 45 would like to know if you would be interested in judging an online baby hair contest. Baby hair contest. <laughs> Only if it really is your baby hair. Uh-huh. What we had some cheating last year in wow. that women was taking actual baby hair and gluing it around their edges. <laughs> and I found that out because... Wow. We had to disqualify some people. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. Sister Tatum tore hers off too early and had skin abrasions all across her forehead. Painful. That'll do it there. Yeah. Uh, Sister Marva Hayes has been stranded past at her house for the last three weeks. No one has checked on her. She says she only had cheese to eat for three weeks. Uh, she hasn't gone to the bathroom in three weeks, and she's calling the church to see if we can help her go. So I don't know how to handle it, but she hasn't gone in three weeks, man. I've uh, sent Brother uh. Ferguson over there with uh, two gallons of prune juice. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be back oh, in yeah, no time. Yeah. She'll be back in no time. That, that prune juice hit that cheese. It's an incredible mix. All right, thank you, Pastor. Thank you, Deacon. Uh, see you next Monday. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. 
because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if no, 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 no. You know enough right now, and if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In today's entertainment news, LeBron James's son, 15-year-old Bronny, went viral um, after sharing a video of himself smoking. Uh, no one really knows what he was allegedly smoking, but Bronny immediately took the post down, but not before people captured it and spread it all over social media. All over social media. Yeah. I'm going to let your daddy handle that. Yeah, just let your daddy handle that. Okay, who who can they handle that? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. anybody. A lot of people were going in on Bronny saying, you know, you can't let your dad down like that. Oh, yeah. Dad, well, so I mean, you know, but, but we didn't have social media. Yeah, and we didn't yeah. have social media. Remember that when we were right. kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't tell you how many times I let my mom and daddy down. Oh I'm talking about down on the floor. <laughs> oh, Lord. That's what I, everybody was saying. It's one thing to do it, but it's another thing to And every last yeah. one of mine didn't let me down, too. Can you go sit your ass down somewhere? Okay. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I bring the champions home, I'm beating your ass. As soon as I get back home. <laughs> as soon as I get out this bubble. As soon as I get out this bubble. You wait till I get out this bubble. Oh, but you know, it's tough. But you know, it is tough when you have famous parents because you get a a piece of scrutiny that some people don't and -hmm. you have to be conscious of your place and people are right in saying hey you need to you need to watch it man you you putting because you're famous you know what you do and your fame is usually because of your parent that's Mm -hmm. famous lebron james jr is famous because of lebron james senior Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. please understand that he would just be another kid Right. And you know, so you know, I ain't I ain't mad at either one of them. You know, you can't. LeBron's still a great parent. You could be the best parent in the world, and your kids are gonna do something that's counter to everything you've ever taught them. Oh Lord, 
You can be the best parent in the world, man, and, and do nothing to deserve some of the actions of your children because they're going to make decisions. And then the sad part about their decisions now is us all attached to a post. I don't know what these stories is. I learn I learn more about my kids on stories than I do talking to them. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, Steve. Uh-huh, and really that's is. real. That's it really real. Is. That's uh-huh. real. That's real, yeah. man. That's but that's what social media does, though. It separates us. <laughs> it yeah. makes everybody yeah, a loner. Kid goes to- you're not a parentless kid goes total opposite of what you sit down and tell her ass. Mm-hmm. You are yeah, not a parent. How soft yeah. you talk, uh-huh. how much you write it up, how much you put it on a blackboard, they will do the total opposite of what you mm-hmm. tell them. Right. Deliberately. Right. Hey, dog, and until that happens to you, mm-hmm. you don't even know what parenting is. Right. I had you a dude, right. I had a dude that criticized about. one of my kids one time on social media, a dude I know, and mm-hmm. openly came. He famous and going to run his mouth. Mm-hmm. But see, like, I, like I, I, I said to this brother, your children young, dog. Your children at your house, they ain't even teenagers yet. Hold tight. It's coming. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's coming, partner. So be careful throwing these rocks because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you in a glass house yeah. that ain't even finished getting built yet. Yeah. So it's coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we got to talk about this. In other entertainment news, Eddie Murphy, we got to say congratulations. <laughs> Eddie Murphy <laughs> won his first Emmy for his guest role on Saturday Night Live. Oh, oh my God. Eddie Murphy. Yeah, yeah, but that's uh-huh. a shame. He uh-huh. just won. Uh-huh. Yes. Oh, yes. All these years. Yeah. Yeah. So happy for him. Yep. Yeah. Get in the hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve. Time for today's latest headlines. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. And good morning, everybody. It is Monday. Flags are flying at half staff. Lawmakers, even members of the entertainment world, still paying tribute to the late Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who passed away on Friday of pancreatic cancer at age 87. Justice Ginsburg's body is to lie in state of the Supreme Court for two days, and she's to be buried at Arlington National Cemetery next to her late husband. Former President Barack Obama, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and Elizabeth Warren, joined by actors like Kerry Washington, Yara Shahidi, even the Princess of Sussex, Meghan Markle, taking to social media to honor the jurist's legacy on women's rights. The Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden says the nation should remember her fondly. It was my honor to preside over her confirmation hearing. And uh, in the decades since, she has been uh, absolutely consistent and reliable and a voice for freedom and opportunity for everyone. And uh, we should focus on the loss of the justice and uh, her enduring legacy. Upon hearing of her death, Democrats raised some $71 million in campaign funds. Meanwhile, Donald Trump was wasting no time in insisting that the U.S. Senate vote in another one of his right-wing picks for the high court. MAGA supporters agreed at a Trump rally on Saturday in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Chanting, fill that seat, fill that seat. 
even though it's only about 40 days to the election. And as you may remember, Republicans stopped President Obama from naming someone to the Supreme Court uh, that Trump, before the Trump-Clinton election, that GOP leader Mitch McConnell at that time claiming that the American public should be allowed to elect a new commander-in-chief before any high court nominees were considered. That was not 40 days away. That was 200 days away before the presidential vote was to be taken, and they stopped President Obama anyway. So the GOP now singing a different tune. If you're asking whether this Republican Senate would uh, confirm a member of the Supreme Court to a vacancy that created this year, yeah, it, we would fill it. I would support going ahead, even though it's a lame duck session. It is still a Republican president and still a Republican Senate. The president should nominate a successor to the court, and I think it is critical that the Senate takes up and, and confirms that successor before Election Day. Well, while the Republicans sing in a different tune, it's uh, these days about the nomination of Supreme Court justices. Today is September 21st, which has its own tune. That's right, it's September 21st. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, it's time. Take it away. This is you and your boy. Look here, uh, me and Jay was going over some things that we need to bring y'all's attention. Uh, these are medical terms. And um, medical terms are, are really complicated, y'all. And so that's why most people don't use medical terms. They like to talk in very simple terms. For example, you know, now Jay and I will give you some medical terms and then we'll tell you how what we say as to keep it simple. Okay. Yeah, keeping it simple, breaking it down. For instance, we don't say we're going to see the decision. I can't even say that word. That's why we don't use it. Yeah. <laughs> we say, Steve, we going to the doctor. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we go. Position. Right. Position. Yeah. yeah, we going to the doctor. Position. That's right. Position. Okay, I got you, Jay. We okay, don't go ahead. say we we don't say we take prescriptions. We don't say that. That's complicated. What we say mm. is what we take medicine. <laughs> Red pills is for this. Right. Yellow pills is for this. Uh-huh. And Jay. And then what, Jay? Them diamond, sh- them diamond shaped pills is for you know what. Oh. Yeah. On the refrigerator. If it go in the refrigerator, damn it, we going to get it. Okay, that's, that's right. right. Okay? That's right. I love it. I love it. Yeah. We don't say. We see a rash or or infection. We don't say that. What we say is, what's the... What's that thing on your neck? <laughs> <laughs> dog, dog, what you got, dog? <laughs> what, what you do? What, why is that like that? <laughs> why is that like that? <laughs> we, we don't say. We don't, we break it down. We don't say, what is your temperature? We don't do that. We don't do that. What what we say, Steve? Why are you sweating so much? What's <laughs> <laughs> wrong with you, man? Going out, going out of here with all that now. And this, this is a big one here. We don't say the word asymptomatic. We don't use that word. What we say is what, Steve? He got that thing. Oh. <laughs> yeah. got that said, thing. Got that what thing. the hell you mean you ain't know you had? <laughs> Hold right. up, Jay. Jay, let me ask you one. 
We don't say uh-huh. social distancing. That's not what we say. We don't say no, social distancing. What no, do we no. say, Jay? We don't. We say stand your ass over there. Okay? <laughs> Way back. Keep, keep, keep going that. back some more. Keep going. Keep going. On the outside of the door and talk. Okay? Yes. That's what we say. <laughs> and the last one, Steven, we don't say you're cured. What we say? What we say? It went away, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, guys. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, Senator Mitch McConnell blocked Obama's Supreme Court choice, but he will not block Trump's pick. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, some sad news. Um, 87-year-old Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg uh, passed away on Friday. She was in her home, surrounded by family. The cause of death was complications from pancreatic cancer. Justice Ginsburg served 27 years on the nation's highest court. She was picked by President Bill Clinton. Uh, She was a tireless champion for justice and fought for women's rights. And just days before her death, Justice Ginsburg dictated a statement to her granddaughter Clara saying, quote, my most my most fervent wish is that I will not be replaced until a new president is installed, unquote. President Trump has pledged to nominate a woman for the seat. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell said Trump's Supreme Court nominee will receive a vote on the Senate floor. So even though the election is only about 43 days away, um, they're going to forge ahead anyway. They're moving ahead with this nomination. It's almost like they're rushing it through. They're rushing it through. Um, yeah, we yeah, we need, are we mourning her? You know, I mean, this was a powerful woman, you know. Uh, she changed the world for a lot of people. Um, and we all remember back in 2016 when Justice Scalia died and President Obama wanted to pick Merrick Garland. Uh, remember Mitch McConnell made the argument for not filling the seat because it was an election year and voters voters should decide which presidential candidate should pick the next justice we all remember that so that don't yeah. apply now oh it don't oh, apply no. oh no no, 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 no. of course no. it that don't apply no. now uh uh Graham said it too maybe if it was a republican president yeah. y'all yeah. can hold me to this he yeah. said you can hold him to mm-hmm. he said yeah. it do it do it now you got a call that's what happened <laughs> yeah, he's he's with Mitch McConnell on this one now. Normally he is. So, yeah. 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 They've all flipped. They've all flipped. Uh, it is 43 days until the November 3rd election. So we're urging you, urging you, like Michelle Obama said, our, our forever first lady, vote like your life depended on it, okay? Go right now to <laughs> register to vote <laughs> at vote.org and get your date so you can early vote in your state. We want to early vote on this election. Steve, what were you saying about Nancy Pelosi? You were saying that... Yeah, there are some things that the Democrats can do to slow this process down so he doesn't rush to try Mm -hmm. to get this Republican in, this move. He's talking about he wants to do a woman and all this here. Mm -hmm. He just wants to rile up his base further convince everybody that he's this staunch Republican and he's mm-hmm. not and uh, so mm-hmm. she had there's a couple of moves that the Democrats can make that could prevent this from happening but, but it's going to have to be gangster mm-hmm. 
Mm. It's yeah. going to have to be gangster. Yeah, come on, Democrats. One, I think, Steve, is for four uh, Republicans to say, wait till after the election. That's one Yeah, they four have. of them. So they, far, have they have two, two. now. Yeah. But, Mark you know, uh, Collins, I think. Uh, this dude here, man, he's just so... <laughs> He's, fi- he's he's fighting hard. We knew that he's a scrapper. He's fighting. Wow. He is. He's fighting. not a scrapper. He's a he's. This guy breaks all rules. He bends them to his will. The only thing he cares well, about is winning. <laughs> only him. He he only cares about winning. Mm-hmm. He cares about nothing else. See, that's what I call a scrapper. You're in there. You're playing dirty. You're doing whatever you can. Whatever it takes. Whatever, whatever, whatever. You don't care. You just want to win at all costs. Yes, at all costs. That's what I mean when I say he's a scrapper. Yeah. But again, um, 43 days. Go to vote.org. Please. We need your vote. We need your vote. I hope Biden Biden really get him in this debate. I really do. Yeah, on the 29th, the first one. You know, they're saying that the debate won't change anybody's mind, but it will. I mean, I I just want... As Trump says. I mean, it really will, but, you know, his his fan base, his base, they don't give a damn what he do. Yeah. Right. Clearly. All right, uh, moving on. Coming up next, the nephew in the building with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, watch what you say about my wife. Ooh. Right now. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you. I, well, I pro- I'm pro- I'm pro- uh-huh. That's a warning I'm probably not going to give you, though. <laughs> Yeah, you're a little different. (laughs) No, you said it. Here I come. Uh Uh-huh. But right now, the nephew, we'll get into the strawberry letter. Right now, though, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Guess who's moving next door? Guess who's moving next door? Let's roll. Come on, Kevin. Hello, I'm trying to reach uh, Mr. Is it Dolphin? Dolan? Dolan, Dolan. Mr. Dolan? Yes, sir. How you doing? My name is uh, 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 Clifford. Clifford. Yeah, what can I do for you, Mr. Uh, you, you, you live at um, uh, Cheshire Drive. Why do you want to know that? Uh, well, actually, I, I, I'm, I'm at 1623. I bought, I bought the, uh, I, I actually bought the house that was for sale next door to you. Oh, okay. Well, well congratulations. But how did you get my number? Uh, well, actually, the realtor told me that he, he had your number because I said I wanted to reach out to the neighbors next door, and he, and he told me that Mr. Dolan was actually the person next door, and and uh, he didn't think you would mind me, me actually getting the number. Okay, well, I'll, I'll talk with the realtor uh, later, but what can I do for you, sir? Well, well what, I, what I wanted to know is, do, do you have any problems like living next door to, 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 to black people? I'm sorry, what did you just ask me? I mean, like, like I, you know, like I said, I just bought the place next door, and I wanted to know, do you have any problems, you know, living next door to black people? Uh, no, sir. Uh, I have no problem. I'm assuming you're a black man, and uh, I have no problem with that. Uh, I judge people by their actions, not their color. Okay. Now, do you do you do you have any any black people experience? Well, yeah, I've worked with, gone to school with, have several friends of many different ethnicities. Uh, but what is 
what's this? How is this relative? Well, you know, like I say, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be living next to you, and I, I'm just making sure that you know you and I can coincide or coexist with, uh, on on the same block and not really have a problem with one another. Basically, is what I'm trying to say. Well, do you have a problem with white people? Uh, no, no, no. I don't have problem with white people. I, uh, I, I'm cool. I'm just, I'm just trying to make sure, you know. Uh, I mean, because me and you already have a bit of a problem already, you know. Oh, oh so, we do. Yeah, yeah. We, we have a problem. I'm, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm bothering me while I'm at work. What's your problem? Okay. Well, my problem is this: is that you know, after purchasing the property, I went downtown to the city and actually looked at, you know, the the layout of this entire property. And when I look at it. You actually twenty five, close to thirty feet over the property line. Well, no, you're looking at the wrong map. No, no, the fence that separates my backyard from your backyard, you are thirty feet over that. That's impossible. You know, no, no. Listen, and I know this now. Let me, let me. I'm gonna tell you how I, I, I look at. You got a jacuzzi in your backyard, right? Oh, so you've been, you've been spying on me? No, I haven't been spying on you, sir. I'm just telling you, close to that, not far from that fence line, don't don't you have a jacuzzi there? Well, as a matter of fact, I do. Yes. Okay. Now the pool is the pool is okay, but but if I if I push that fence line back thirty and actually get the property that I'm supposed to have, I pretty much own your 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 jacuzzi, your hot tub. I see. Okay. Let me tell you something. Uh, I've been in that house for 10 years. We put that fence up when we moved in, and it was based on the property line that was that was set when uh, 10 years ago. I don't know what you're looking at, but my fence is not moving. My jacuzzi's not moving, and there's there's no changing that. Okay. Well, let me let me let me. I'm glad you you, you voice what you wanted to voice. Now 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 you hear you hear old Clifford out. Let me tell you something. Uh, Either we're going to take the fence line and move it where it's supposed to be, or we're going to put a gate between uh, uh, our two yards, and I'm going to be able to come and get in this jacuzzi and pool whenever I want to. All right, let's let's let's, let's talk about this. First of all, there's gonna, not going to be any gate, okay? And, and as far as you just coming over and getting in the jacuzzi at will, uh, i got a real problem with that. Uh, you've called me at work. Uh, I'm on the job, and I'm having to listen to this on a future neighbor uh, who, who's making weird claims about how he owns part of my land. that. I own the jacuzzi, sir. No, no, you did not pay for that jacuzzi. You did not pay for that fence. You just showed up making a, he called me at work and, 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 and then hand me some story uh, with no evidence. I'll go down to City Hall and look at those papers myself because I don't trust word you're saying. I've been there for 10 years. I've had 10 other neighbors in that backyard. Y'all cycle through once a year, I swear, and I've never had any problems with them until you come along. This is some Okay, well, I tell you what. Here's, here's something you need to understand. You got a new black neighbor, and you got a new black neighbor that owns part, owns your jacuzzi because you're over the fence line. All right? And as soon as I move in, I'm coming and I'm getting in my jacuzzi. You will, man. You know what I mean? This no. Move into that. I'm going to use the jacuzzi on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You get it on Tuesday, Thursday, and the weekend. That's it. Because part of this damn jacuzzi belongs to me. The jacuzzi is owned by a black man and a white man, and we're going to get along. Bottom line. Look here. Listen here, you Who are you to dictate what days I get to use my 
jacuzzi. Because it's not just your jacuzzi. It's not just your jacuzzi. It's our jacuzzi because you you built it. That's the only thing that makes it yours. It being on my part of the property helps make it mine. So therefore, we're going to share this damn jacuzzi and we're going to try to get your my jacuzzi, I'm tossing your across the fence. I will be there Mondays, Wednesdays, and you ain't gonna be. I'll be standing at my jacuzzi with a shotgun. You take one step over to my property, my property line. I swear, if I could jump through this phone, I'd wring your neck. You know who's gonna be in there with me? Who? Who the gonna be in there? I'm gonna have Cuttingham in the damn jacuzzi. Who? Cuttingham. My coworker. <laughs> Hey man, this is nephew Tommy, man. Your your, your boy Cuttingham got me to prank phone call you. This oh that oh payback to. <laughs> We got you, man. We got you. You got me good. Hey, I got one more thing to ask you, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Radio Show. <laughs> what? That was funny, Tommy. Man. Yeah. Y'all know yeah, black folks. Tommy, folks. you we played too alone. much. We can get along. We hey, man. can get along. We can get along. We can get along. We can get yeah. Some of this eye jacuzzi. I know. <laughs> I'll have it on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Hey, man, the Tuesday. What? I think you got it on Tuesdays and Thursdays, partner. That's when you got it. He said, We're going to share this thing. We're going to get along. For, for a white guy, he held his own with cussing, though. No. He really did. Yeah. He, did. Well, he was at work. He was at work, yeah. Hey, man, let me he tell you something. Him. Oh, I thought it was white. <laughs> no, hey, hey, man. He wasn't having none of this here you was talking. He wasn't having none of that, man. Who the hell he you he think I am? <laughs> but partner, this ain't finna go like nothing like you think it is. Man. He told Tommy, listen here, you blacks. <laughs> <laughs> that was that good, man. Uh-huh. It was a little tension, Carl. It was a little tension. No, no, no. Hey, but, hey, hey, man, let me tell you something. I wasn't mad at the dude at all. Come up here with that smack, man. You, dog, you finna do what? Nah. Nah. A black guy and a white guy on the jacuzzi, and we gonna get along? Listen here, you black. I should have told him I'm gonna be in that jacuzzi butt naked when you come home from work. <laughs> <laughs> But naked, you can catch me every Friday right there in the backyard, okay? Because it's my day. I'm Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Friday is my naked day. That's what I should have done. That was great, nice. You want to do over time? Yeah. I want to do over. Make it sound a little better. Uh-uh. That was uh, enough right there. Woo! Yeah. You got his blood boiling. Your nephew. Nephew being stupid. All right, nephew, you do it well. You do it well. Coming up next, the strawberry letter subject. Watch what you say about my wife. We'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. 
In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. 
Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Just 43 days until the November 3rd election, people. Go right now to get registered to vote at vote.org and get your dates so you can know when to vote in your state and vote early, please. I know, please. (laughs) We need you right now. We need you. We're begging you. We need you. And, uh, wow. And, And we can make a difference. In the election, we're gonna we can make, make a, a difference. difference. Yeah, yes. we're gonna make that's a right. difference. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely, that's right. Positive, that's baby. Right. We're gonna yes. do it. That's right. Yeah. All right. And uh, time now for today's strawberry letter. If you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click submit strawberry letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're gonna read this one right Bobby here. Shirley, <laughs> right now, that's for you, Jay. <laughs> Paper popper. Buckle up. <laughs> Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. The strawberry letter. All right. Thank you, nephew. Subject. Watch what you say about my wife. Uh, Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 38-year-old married man, and I need your advice on how to handle my wife's ex-boyfriend. We all go to the same church, and we started having Zoom service for those of us who don't want to physically go back to church yet. My wife was having trouble with our internet connection a few weeks ago, and I noticed some of the members laughing. I wasn't sure if they were laughing at my wife, so I let it slide. After service, one of the ladies from the Zoom service called to tell me that my wife's ex-boyfriend sent a group text saying my wife was never too bright and he wasn't surprised that her dumb ASS couldn't get on Zoom. I was furious and I wanted to talk to him, but the lady asked me not to. That same week, we had a food drive at the church, so my wife dropped off two bags of groceries at the church. Uh, She came to see me at work when she left the church, and she was upset. She said her ex-boyfriend was working at the food drive, and when she walked away from the group, she overheard him say that he was surprised she donated anything because she's cheap and selfish. My wife said she turned around and said, I heard you, and then kept walking because she didn't want to make a scene. My wife had a rocky relationship with this guy. They broke up five years ago after he cheated on her repeatedly. I have told my wife that going to the same church with him would be a problem, but she did not want to leave her church. So I got on the Zoom this past Sunday and said, watch what you say about my wife. (laughs) I'm sure everyone knew who I was talking to. That was a warning shot. He needs to be very careful from here on out. How should I handle this guy? Mm. Well, I say, um, you know, you've handled it quite impressively so far with your warning. That was your warning shot. Uh, You let the group know that uh, you know what's up and you obviously don't play when it comes to your wife. Now, that was the group warning, okay? You can also let her ex know by stepping to him personally. He disrespected your wife, period. I mean, he's obviously bitter and not over her and feels some kind of way since she brought you to her church. And you guys are happy now. She's over it. Uh, she, she can't, I, I'm sure he, he can't stand seeing you guys together. 
or, or, or feeling like everyone's talking. Look what, you know, he messed up. Look what he missed. Uh-huh, they're all happy now. No, he wishes he still had that. You know, you're thinking that in your head that people are probably saying that. So your defense mechanism uh, has kicked in. That's I'm talking to the guy now. And uh, that's why you're putting her down and talking about her, you know, in front of everybody because you feel some kind of way. You feel stupid that you let her go. Uh, she didn't want to change churches. I mean, after all, it's been five years since you guys broke up and uh you know you didn't you didn't want her anyway the guy didn't want her anyway the way he was cheating obviously so what's the big deal i mean this guy's a hater her ex-boyfriend uh who sounds like to me is about to get a beat down if he doesn't heed your warning i think it's as simple as that steve well i mean for me it's it's very simple um you know all of what shirley said is true um but look, I'm going to try to deal with the letter. I, I can cut this letter off so short for me. This is very simple to me. <laughs> I know. I, know I already know what I'm going to do. So, because, yes. um, you know, but but let's, for the sake of the, the strawberry letter, let's let's go through some motions here. You know, you know, act like we Christians. <laughs> you know, since we're at the church, it's a church service. Letter. You know, you 38, need some advice on how to handle my wife's ex-boyfriend right there handle him handle his ass and this is how it went y'all started having zoom service my wife was having trouble with our internet connection i noticed some of the members laughing i wasn't sure if they was laughing at my wife so you let it slide then this lady always some messy ass church member called you and told you that her ex boyfriend sent a group text said my wife was never too bright and he wasn't surprised her dumb ass couldn't get on zoom i was furious and wanted to talk to him but the lady asked me not to well too late to ask me not to (laughs) way too damn late to ask me not to talk to soon as you told me that me and his ass got some business now i got to give you credit because you did man up, so I ain't mad at you. The same week, had a food drive at the church, dropped off two bags of groceries, came to work, said she was upset, said her ex-boyfriend was working at the food drive. She walked away from the group. She overheard him say that he was surprised she donated anything because she cheap and selfish. My wife said she turned around and said, I heard you and kept walking. Because she didn't want to make a scene. That's beautiful. I think your wife handled it with grace and style as a lady. She didn't want to make a scene. I ain't got grace and style. And at no point in time do I ever have to act like a lady. So come on back (laughs) and let's talk about the hood way. Okay. Coming up in 23 minutes after the hour, we'll get back into this letter. The subject is watch what you say about my wife. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. Watch what you say about my wife is the subject. Uh, they having a church Zoom. Uh, your man, your wife can't get on. Her ex talks about her in a group text. Uh, uh, her dumb ass ain't too bright. No way. Ooh. Can't get on Zoom. Mm-hmm. A lady from the church texted you and told you the reason they was laughing was he sent that group text out. You was furious, wanted to talk to him, but the lady asked you not to. 
Okay, like I said before, lady can't ask me nothing. Too late to ask me. I'm already, I'm on the phone now. Matter of fact, I'm probably in the car. So all <laughs> this all this is too late. All this don't talk to him is too much. Same week, he had a food drive. Your wife dropped off a couple bags of groceries. He was there. She came to see you at work. She was upset. Said her boyfriend was working the food, your ex-boyfriend, and she walked away from the group. She heard him say that he was surprised she don't anything because she cheap and selfish. My, your wife turned around and said, I heard you, and then kept walking because she didn't want to make a scene. Now, like I said, beautiful of your wife to handle it just that way. Mm-hmm. That's classy. That's a ladylike. That's how she should have handled it. But see, now she came to work, and she told you she was upset. Yeah. Now it's time for you to do something. See, now that you have, he's asking you to do something. The ex-boyfriend is threatening you to do something. Now, I know this church, but he done called my wife a dumbass during a text of a church Zoom service, and you're going to throw out the term dumbass? Then you're going to call my wife cheap and selfish behind her back? Now, they broke up five years ago. He cheated on her repeatedly. I've told my wife that going to the same church with him would be a problem, but she didn't want to leave her church. Well, now, once again, time for you to show your wife that this is a problem. See, everybody is asking you something. He's asking for something. His, You told his wife this was going to be a problem. You told your wife it was going to be a problem. She didn't believe it. Well, now you got to, you know what I mean? You got to show them. Everybody keep asking for something. So I got on the Zoom this past Sunday and said, watch what you say about my wife. This was beautiful. This, my man, was beautiful. Congratulations. You stepped up to the plate. You let him and everybody know. Ha, ha, he, he, hell. (laughs) Giggle, giggle my ass. (laughs) Chuckle, chuckle. Who chuckle, chuckle what? Zoom golly got snicker snicker what? Ha 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 what now? Alright, watch what you say. Now I'm sure everybody knew who I was talking to. That was a warning shot. Now I say it's time for more than a warning shot. Now that you fired the warning shot, he needs to be very careful from here on out. How should I handle this? Ain't no more here on out. See, uh-huh. you, you got to nip this in the bud. How should I handle this? He needs to be very careful from here on out. I'm going to make sure his ass is careful here on out because this do? requires face-to-face. Ooh. Now, what you got to say to him is this, and you need, probably need to be at the next church donation. So you at the church? You at? Yeah. Now see that way he posted. So he on Zoom. See you can't handle this quietly. See sometimes you got to go public. See people that like to do stuff public. You know this this one. You know everything got to happen at the church. So now let's go over what got to happen. Okay. Say man, yeah. hey, uh-huh. you the one sending out group texts talking about my wife dumb. How dumb is she? So let me get this right. Because your punk ass can't get over your past. 
Because mm, right. your ridiculous ass can't move on. See, what you've realized right now is the finest woman in the world is your ex on the arms of another man. That's Ow. what you didn't realize. Ooh. And now... <laughs> And Say now that you, the finest woman in the world, happens to be your ex on the arms of another man, this happens to be my wife now. What was your girlfriend is five years gone. We at a whole nother level now. We done level this thing up. This my wife. This ain't my girlfriend. This my wife. We won. So when you say somebody dumb, you talking about us. You say somebody cheap, you talking about us. Now, what I'm finna do on Zoom is whoop your ass Ooh. At the church. Okay. I'm going to talk to you at the church. You're going to get your ass beat at the church. If, and, and if you ever, ever open your mouth about my wife ever again, I'm going to increase the ass with Right now, I'm just finna slap you. <laughs> now, I'm slapping you. I'm just going to tell everybody on the Zoom, I'm slapping you. Fat! Slap his ass. Fat! Just one slap. But he better not block it. If he try to block it, come back with the backhand. Fap, fap. <laughs> Don't put your punk ass hand up and block it. Take it like a man. Now, we can continue this conversation in the pastor's study. Ooh. Really? Mm. So we can so we can so we can go on up there in the pastor and I can just be sitting there like this here. Brother Harvey, yeah. <laughs> So when we come back, we come back, we're going to have a brief reenactment. J. Anthony Brown is going to be the pastor. Oh, God. And he's going to oh. question me about the incident when we come back. I'm going to show you how to handle this at the, in the pastor's office right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, this is part three of today's Strawberry Letter subject. Watch what you say about my wife. We're in the pastor's office now. Now, here's what happened. A man, mm-hmm. wife, got an ex-boyfriend go to the same church. They was on the Zoom. The Zoom didn't work. He sent a group text out. Her dumb ass ain't that bright no way. Everybody giggling. Lady told her husband he sent this group text out. Then when she went to make donation with the bag, he, he, he said, I'm surprised she made anything. She cheap as hell. He, she said, I heard you, but was upset. Went and told her husband. Now, this is where we at. I done told him. The way to rectify this is he got to put his ass on blast in front of the church. Now, I recommend slapping him. It works. You ain't got to get in a full-fledged fight, Uh but he do need to get his ass slapped. Because this is my wife. This was your girlfriend five years ago, but this is my wife now. We done leveled up. Don't nobody talk about my wife the way you did. You was disrespectful. Now, I'm going to give you a chance to publicly apologize to her on Zoom. To my wife's sister, uh, you know, Nadine or whatever her name is. I'm, 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 I'm going to let you apologize. <laughs> if you don't publicly apologize, I'm going to slap all the flavor out your mouth. And then, but after you apologize, I'm slapping your ass anyway. Slap, oh. pop! Just right quick. <laughs> don't, don't try to block it because you're punk ass, dude. So now, I know this is going to end up at the pastor's office. Yeah, so really now, bad. if you're going to the pastor's office and the pastor's asking you, go in there with the intensity of it. We are now in the pastor's office, and this is the pastor talking to me and you. Go ahead, Pastor. Um, sir, could you step out? I'd like to talk to just to Mr. Harvey. You, you step out. Yeah, step out. Step out. You go out. The yes. boy, get your get, ass out. Get your ass out. Get your <laughs> ass out. Pump, 
Would you like some of these communion wafers? I'll heat them up. No, I don't need no wafers, dog. Them. Just give me a bigger <laughs> cup of that wine. Give me about five of them cups. Okay, there you, there you right. go. There you go. Okay, First thank all, you. That's bad. I totally, when I say totally, I totally agree with what you did. I, I knew you would. Man. I, I knew. Yeah, that's man, why I, I came mean, in I, here. Cause, Cause we men. Man, I, was I knew in that. Your corner from the from the rip. You know right, what I mean? Right. Right. You know fact, what I'm saying? You don't. I'm so with you that you don't have to put money in the plate for the next three Sundays cool. at all. My dude, to, my man, man. I'm tired dog, enough. Dog, dog, that was yeah. great. Close the yeah. door. We're not talking to you. Close the door. Shut punk ass out. Man. You don't come man, in here. That was great. Pass it, pass it, pass it. Pass it. Could yeah, I go out yeah. here just one um, more time, man, just in the hallway, just slap his ass one more time? Okay, I'm going to act like I don't want you going out there, and then you go out there. Oh, <laughs> man, dap me up, dog. Dog, 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 dap me up. Yeah, yeah. We got to okay, go. I'm going to grab you. I'm going to grab you like you. Like you okay, uh, okay. Let go, Harvey. let go, let go. Get yeah. your hands off yeah. me. Mr. Harvey, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Stop. Don't do it. I got it. That's what I'm talking about. I got you. I got you, guys. (laughs) All right. uh, Coming up, Steve, Tommy, Jr., and J. Anthony Brown. The the comedy continues with Comedy Roulette right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or... Get goofy officially, step up like a boss and save the day, or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, 
from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, it's time for Comedy Roulette. Steve Jr., <laughs> J. Anthony Brown, Tommy, Shoot. of course. Uh, what? <laughs> what? Let me let you know what today's categories are. Whoa. Well, that's why we have four comedians on the what? show, this right? This what y'all want? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is what you guys do. All right, we're ready. <laughs> you ready to spin the wheel? Spin it, spun it, spin it. You have okay, the topics are. That's right. I haven't done this in a long time. Right? All right, here go the topics. Here go the topics. Things people say when they want to see the doctor. Things people say who can't hook up to the Zoom meeting. And the last one. Things stepdads say to kids when the mom leaves the room. Ooh. Oh, right. yeah. oh yeah. now we spin the wheel. The zoom is good, huh? Uh-huh. 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 Oh, man, I wanted to zoom, too. All right, it stopped on things right. stepdads say to kids when the mom leaves the room. All right. Oh, That'd be good, right. yeah. All right. Okay. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Who's first? Uh-huh. Who's first, me? Yes. Yeah, you're first. usually first. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, I'll start it out. Here we go. Uh, look at him, boy. I will cut the head off every toy you got in that damn room. You go ahead. Keep on. Keep on. Okay? Keep on. I will cut the heads clean off. 
<laughs> Say it again. Say it again. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Things stepdad say to kids when the mom leave the room. All right, baby. I'll see you later. All right, now have a good one. All right. Don't look at me. <laughs> ever. Look ever. At me. Ever. Ever. Don't look at me. What you looking at? <laughs> All right. Things stepdaddy. Thing stepdaddy say when uh, when the mother leaves the room, you look just like your ugly ass daddy. Come on, Steve. Come here. Come here. Look in the mirror. Look in the mirror. Now pull pull your lips in your mouth. Pull them in. Pull them in. Now look at that. That's what you're gonna look like without your lips if you say something else in here. <laughs> Stepdad say to kids when the mom leaves the room, uh-huh. how would you like to live a life without thumbs? Because I can make it happen, okay? <laughs> I can make it happen. Okay? Keep on. Keep on. Come here. Come here. Come here. Bring your little. Come here. Hold your breath till your mama come back in here. <laughs> She say anything, you tell her I'm helping you with your lungs. You hear me? Hold your breath. Evil. That's so mean. Uh, I know. Thanks. Look here. This really just about me and your mama. You ain't got a damn thing to do with this. What are you saying? This is really just about me and your mama. That's what they say. You ain't got a damn thing to do with this. All right, okay. Come on, Jay. Things stepdad say when the mom leaves the room. Boy, let me tell you something. I will bite you in your sleep, and you won't know who did it, okay? That's what I hate. Yeah. You, you'll have no idea who bit you, okay? Go ahead. Keep on. Things stepdad say to kill when they leave mom leave the room. All right, baby, bye. See you later. I love you. Give me that damn remote. We ain't watching no damn spam SpongeBob SquarePants all day. Yeah. <laughs> Damn football game. Game on. Come here. Come here. Come here. Look at me like that again. I promise you, I will FedEx your ass to your daddy's house. You hear me? I will mail you. I, will mail you. I ain't lying. Last one. Last one. Last one, yeah. yeah. I know I, I, I hey, keep saying I ain't your real daddy. I know I ain't your real daddy, but let me ask you a question. Where is this punk ass at, though? <laughs> Have you seen him? (laughs) Coming up, thank you you guys for today's Comedy Roulette. Coming up more of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. This week is National HBCU Conference Week. This is a national forum to exchange information between institutions so students and parents can learn more about scholarships, degree completion, admission programs, and more. Plus, this initiative will be going on for the next two months, which will include partnerships with federal and private sector allies for online offerings, exploring webinars, conferences, and more. So all you have to do is go to steveharveyfm.com for more information. This is National HBCU Conference Week. Yeah, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. HBCU. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know? That's it. That's uh-huh. it. W. 
W-H-U-R to Howard University. Yes, yes. right there. Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 Martet, yeah. yes. That is the home of oh, our uh, next uh, vice president, Miss Kamala Harris. <laughs> right. Yeah. Howard, uh-huh. yeah. Howard but University. Proud Howard mm-hmm. University. We, we don't have to hope if we vote. If we, that's, that's right. It. Do it. That's You're right. right. All of our hope is in the vote. It's in us. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> we cannot sit this out, man. This is too important. And But once we start to vote, we have to vote. Like, after we get rid of him in November, two years later, we have to vote again. Yes. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. For House, mm-hmm. Congress, We have to start Senate. changing yep. who sits in the Senate and Congress. Always. Keep voting. Mm. Yep. Yep. I mean, make it a part of your life. Plan for it. Mm -hmm. All right. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending news coming up at 33 minutes after the hour right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In today's entertainment news, LeBron James's son, 15-year-old Bronny, went viral um, after sharing a video of himself smoking. Uh, No one really knows what he was allegedly smoking, but Bronny immediately took the post down, but not before people captured it and spread it all over social media, all over social media. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to let your daddy handle that. Boy. Yeah, just let yeah. your daddy handle that. Who, okay, who, who kid ain't had that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. anybody? A lot of people were going in on Bronny saying, you know, you can't let your dad down like that. Oh, no. Yeah. Dad is well, so I mean, you know, but, but listen, we didn't have social media. Yeah, and we didn't yeah. have social media. Remember that when we were right. kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't tell you how many times I let my mom and daddy down. Oh, my God. I'm talking about down on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. That's what I, everybody was saying. It's one thing to do it, but it's another thing to And every last yeah. one of mine done let me down, too. Can you go sit your ass down somewhere? Okay. Yeah. As soon as I bring the champions home, I'm beating your ass. As soon as I get back home. <laughs> as soon as I get out this bubble. As soon as I get out this bubble. You wait till I get out this bubble. Oh, you know, some bubbles it's tough, on your ass when I But, get you know, home. it is tough when you have famous parents because you get a a piece of scrutiny that some people don't and -hmm. you have to be conscious of your place and people are writing saying hey you need to you need to watch it man you you putting because you're famous you know what you do and your fame is usually because of your parent that's Mm -hmm. famous lebron james jr is famous because of lebron james senior Mm -hmm. yes yeah please understand that he would just be another kid Right. And you know, so you know, I ain't I ain't mad at either one of them. You know, you can't. LeBron's still a great parent. You can be the best parent in the world, and your kids are gonna do something that's counter to everything you've ever taught them. Oh Lord, preach! You can be the best parent in the world, man, and and do nothing to deserve some of the actions of your children because they're going to make decisions. And then the sad part about their decisions now is all attached to a post. I don't know what these stories is. <laughs> I learn I learned more about my kids on stories than I do talking to them. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, Steve. Uh-huh, it and really that's real. Is. That's it really real. Is. Uh-huh. real, yeah. man. That's but 100. that's what social media does, though. It separates us. <laughs> it yes. makes everybody a yeah, a loner. A goes to- you're not a parent unless a kid goes total opposite of what you sit down and tell a ass. Mm-hmm. You're yeah, not they a parent. Come on, that how soft yeah. you talk, uh-huh. how much you write it up, how much you put it on a blackboard. 
they will do the total opposite of what you mm-hmm. tell them. All right. Coming up, our last break of the day. It is the last. I'm telling you. You don't know what it is? Well, it's the last break of the day. So don't sit on your ass looking for another break because there ain't no more. It's just the last one. Also coming up at 49 minutes after the hour, some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. 
I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so the Migos, Usher, and Alicia Keys, guys, killed it this past weekend at the 10th anniversary of the iHeartRadio Music Festival. Wow. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. You knew they would kill it. You knew they Fire. would. Yes. Fire. And if you missed it, you can relive all of the epic performances on September 27th and the 28th from 8 to 10 p.m. on the CW app and CWTV.com. So don't nice. miss it. Yeah, 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 there yeah. you go. It was big. Because, it was big. Yeah. Star yeah. It was real nice. It was real mm-hmm. nice. And also last night, too, the Emmys. The Emmys. Yes, yes, yes. The DJ. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations to Eddie Murphy. Uh, oh, yeah. Se- several people, but congratulations Eddie to Eddie Murphy and congratulations mm-hmm. to Tyler Perry. Oh, because yes, that's them, right. them two yeah. brothers have been at a level of excellence for a long time and well deserved. Long overdue, but well deserved. Yes. I know. I yeah. had no idea that was Eddie's first Emmy. That's Come a shame. I didn't know that either. That's, that's that really is. Yeah. I did not know that. Uh uh-uh. No, that's a shame. Yeah. Also, Congratulations, Mr. Perry. Congratulations, yeah. okay, sir. Jay. <laughs> All right. He will always be Mr. Perry. He's a professional. Always, forever. <laughs> I don't even know who Tyler is. I have no idea. <laughs> Never met Jay, him. Here's a good time to plug your show real quick. Go ahead. Uh, assisted, assisted Living. Assisted Living, y'all. Mm-hmm. Two episodes this week. Yours truly, Jay Anthony Brown, and a lot of other good people. Check it out right after. House of Pain. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yep, you'll be calling him Mr. Perry for a long time. A long <laughs> time. Never stop calling. <laughs> hey, y'all. Uh, listen, uh, we are in, we are in a critical moment here in our history, in our country. I, I want to remind you all of something. We built this country. This country, the United States of America, was built on the backs of slaves. Make no mistake about it. Now, even though we were bought here against our will, and even though it, 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 we've been treated unfairly for hundreds of years, we still built this country. But what we have got to stop doing is allowing them to make us think like this is not ours. 
And I'm just saying, look, I understand we've been mistreated, oppressed, redlined, uh, withheld rights, uh, police brutality, hiring practices, d- denied educational opportunities. I got it. In spite of all of that, we have forged our way forward anyway. And we have become an integral thread and fiber of this country. Like I said, we built this. This country was built on our backs. A lot of large companies that you see today would not even exist. The riches that America has is because they had 400 years of free labor. I want you all to understand this. This is a fact. This isn't an anti-white statement in any way. So before you get on Twitter and go running there with it, that's not what I'm saying. I am saying this to implore black people to understand that we have got to participate in this process to bring about a change. This November, we need some things to change. I knew we were in a world of trouble when the slogan was, make America great again. I went, when was America ever great for us as black people? So I knew with those red hats and that statement that it wasn't going to include us. And he's proven that to be true. His base is not black people. Trump's base has nothing to do with you. What part of this are you not getting? Now, I understand politics is, 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 is not what we'd hoped it to be, but it is the system we have. America, in all of its riches and power, is because of us. Let me break it down even further. Let's get real simple here. Swag is provided by us. Music is provided by us. What's cool is determined by us. Entertainment, we are a huge part of it. Athletics, we are a huge part of it. We are part of the things that America's game, football, the biggest spectator sport in this country. We're part of all of this. We are a part of these corporations that grow. We are a part of every piece of America. Don't nobody care what the latest dance is, as simple as that, unless they get it from New York, L.A. Don't nobody care nothing about hip-hop until we create it. Nobody cares about We determine what hairstyles is hot, how to wear your clothes is hot. We determine all this stuff that's hot. When are we going to get the message through our head that we can determine who's in the White House, who's in the Senate, who's in the Congress? We can determine all of that, too. If you are powerful enough to move their kids to action, you will be powerful enough to move them to vote and change the way we are treated. We are that powerful of a people, but we got to vote. If we want to really show that black lives matter, we have to matter at the polls. Period. We can make a change. So we can elevate what we determine as cool, as swag, as what's hip, what's hot, what's current, how to dress, how to dance. We can take all that to the White House. We can determine policy by who gets in there. We can start electing people who care about us. We've got to vote. This is the most important election of our lifetime. I thought Obama was important, but man, 
if we don't make a change of what's happening in, in Washington, D.C. right now, we're going to be in a world of trouble. We in trouble, y'all. We got to vote. Black people, brown people have to vote. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steel, is every Thursday a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 